0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the SoFlow Circle podcast. Tim here with you today. I've got another interview with a good friend of mine. His name is Matt Weissman. Matt is the owner and founder of Integrity Accounting Advisors. He's a CPA. He's been doing uh, accounting work for me for several years now, a really knowledgeable guy, really helpful guy, always brings calm to the situation that you're dealing with. So I'm not going to say anything else. Let's jump into my conversation with Matt Weissman. Matt Weissman, Integrity Accounting Advisors. That's correct. Certified public accountant. Certified public accountant, CPA. CPA. Which we need in this world. Yes, we do we yes, yeah, so like You can't like do things without a CPA, right? Like if you're a business owner?
1: I would say you I mean a CPA will legitimize okay. your your you know your that's the word? Seriousness about financial mm. management. I so mean, to have a CPA, yeah. you know, also means that you're you're having a higher level of expertise. Right. And, you know, if that expertise, you know, is, is good, you're probably paying even higher, a little higher rates than you would just some yeah. bookkeeper. Anybody can do bookkeeping. Right. I mean, you can do bookkeeping if you like numbers. Right.
0: <laughs> you, you know. So where does the... Well, so people can do their own taxes, I
1: guess, right? People can do their own taxes. People could do their own books. Yeah. Um, but again, that's also, you know, a lot of people can do a lot of things. It doesn't make them an expert or may not just make them feel comfortable in doing it. You know, oh, you can yeah. do your own tax and say, you know what? I, I can do it, but I, there's that comfort, you know, I'm afraid right. that the IRS is going to kick down my door. Yeah. Um, a lot of not us live matter. in that fear. I feel like there's it like a, a beautiful weird... myth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I mean, if you, if right. you listen to like i mean the most probably infamous tax evading um arrest al capone sure right so everybody sure. you know there's this cultural kind of subconscious that says you know the irs, the IRS, is, IRS after me. is gonna kick down your door and arrest you yeah. for anything yeah we really do believe that <laughs> completely um wow do that how often do they do that you think I mean, you know, again, we we would hear it. When, I mean, I would say this. I've, I've not had any clients' doors kicked down. <laughs> sure. I have not had any clients, like, manhandled or truly... Oh, we got a phone. We got a phone. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so I would say, you know, it, it, you'd have to be grossly negligent. And that means in terms yeah. of also, like, not communicating. Right. You know, I mean... Right. You may get a lot of letters, but when you start getting certified mail, that's mm. one thing. When you start seeing what we see, I mean, that's that's a whole. Right. You know, when you start getting the criminal investigations. That's what sure you're talking about there. I remember even when,
0: when I, you first helped us set up New City Players. Which, if this is your first time listening, that's the theater company that um, Matt sits on the board on that I am the artistic director for, separate from uh, Stone Circle Media. Just the video business that Andrew and I do. Um, but even when I was setting that up, so it was 2016 and then into 2017 getting pieces of mail and being like, "Oh my gosh, what is this mail?" and sending you a picture of it and you being
1: like, "It's nothing, just throw it away." So, <laughs> what is that? like what yeah. is that? Well, I mean, I will say this, I don't like getting pieces of mail from the IRS at my house with my sure. own sure. I got one the other day. It was just talking about an address change mm-hmm. for the business. Um, if you look at my phone yesterday, my sister texted me a picture of a letter from the IRS saying, <laughs> what is this? Why do I owe this? So, right. yes, that's that's the response that usually happens. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it, it's just a world that... I mean, the... Most of us just don't really understand and we're not called to, you know. Yeah. Our employers Tax take out our taxes. If yeah. all is well, I get a refund. Mm-hmm. You know, if all is not well, I owe. Right. You know? But then we all, as business owners, even, even somebody who just starts doing a little business in the side so it's getting you know 500 or 500 there i mean there is an inherent deep down that everybody knows that there's probably something and the irs is probably want some of this money right and the conversation kind of kind of starts i think always there right um and just so understanding that they have businesses mm-hmm. you know and um anyway so if
0: you weren't a cpa yeah what other profession interests you
1: or would you want to do so i was in school two two things that interested me in school were architecture mm. and history okay and so you know there are parts of me that you know okay teaching would teaching could be fun history mm-hmm. teaching but um architecture that 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 door is long gone <laughs> that was like a class in a couple I wish I'd get an architect desk for, you know, a birthday that never happened. But, Mm. you know, at this point, um, you know, I mean, I don't, I I couldn't see not doing what I do now under the umbrella. I mean, the CPA is a title. It's Mm -hmm. it's an exam that, you know, you don't have to be an accountant to take that test. Hmm. Now, obviously, you have to know a lot about accounting terms. But I mean, you can go in other directions and just have the credits and sit for that, you know. Um, but by no means is it an easy test. Well, or right. nor would I take it just for the right. like I've taken a test. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's absolutely horrible. Do you have to get that renewed? Every like- two years, we have to get our license. We have to renew our licenses, and we have to do hundred and twenty hours of continuing education, which they just increased this year from eighty. Every like two every years. Every two years. I mean, they we have How some do you pretty. you wow. you know that's where you have conferences. Like some of these conferences can get you forty hours of conference. Oh, okay. Other things you have online. Sure. Tools you have you know all these subscriptions. We will you know right. give you an hour of CPE to call in here. So it's wow. a. It, I mean, it's it's a it's fairly rigorous. Yeah. Um. But the tax law changes, accounting changes, you know, those types of updates, which you should be reading about any anyway. You end up finding that you know, hey, you'll get twelve credits for reading up on the new tax law if you take sure. this course. So, sure, continuing yeah. education is one that you can't hide from.
0: Hmm. What is some some insider knowledge about accounting? What you do, and I feel like a, probably a lot of it is insider knowledge because most of us are coming to you mm-hmm. undereducated. But what maybe like the biggest thing that people don't understand when they come to you for Help with their yeah. personal finances or business. Yeah, I would
1: say it's um, a good question. One of the biggest areas that people, I think, just need to understand is it's 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 not as complicated. Or I shouldn't say this. Um, I I should say the biggest thing that people should understand, at least coming to me, is that I understand that you probably don't enjoy this topic of money don't understand this topic of taxes mm-hmm. and so there's always this quality you know everybody feels they need to qualify their situation why they're in this situation right. and and I would say you know at least for myself and being an advisor I mean I've seen a lot and so it's it's almost like I understand mm-hmm. I'm not expe- you know I'm not expecting you to come with this perfect knowledge of accounting and mm-hmm. tax um, because you've called me. And I, chances are, if you've gotten my name or my number, it's probably because of n- needing assistance with right. one of these underlying kind of basic topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's understanding. Like, understand what you fear about the numbers or the business and then fill that gap with something. Yeah. Whether that's a piece of me, somebody else doing some other task of something. Right. But, I mean... Don't think that other business owners all got it together. Most, most don't. <laughs> right. Most don't. From a business standpoint, mm-hmm. I mean, personal standpoint, even it's hard. It's hard, you know. Money, money moves fast. Money mm-hmm. is not even touched anymore. It's not even tangible. So it's mm-hmm. easy to lose grip and control of that very fast mm-hmm. in this online world. And all of a sudden, you know, you're finding out you have ten credit cards. You didn't realize that yeah. you even signed up for ten things because it's happening faster and faster.
0: So we should take all of our businesses to the envelope system.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then, you, yes, that would be, that would be, you know, but that still wouldn't change the fact of needing to have some organization. You know what I mean? Right. We can go to, to to a ledger pad. We can go back to any pad. We can go to, but I think more of it is just there is some detail that matters. I mean, you can't not. You can't just say, I don't, I want to make the money of a business, but not take the responsibility of the business ownership. Right. You know, there are just some things you have to understand. You mm-hmm. don't have to know how to do perfect, but you got to understand, like, I pay taxes annually, or this is what I do monthly. Mm-hmm. You know, you may say, Matt, I pay you to understand for these other things. You're right. But we have to be able to have a conversation mm-hmm. once a quarter. Sure. That kind of makes some sense. If sure. not, well, we just got to work You know, we got to have more conversations or, you know, maybe they're just something just not clicking.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. So take me back in time a little bit. How did you, how did you become an accountant, education, and then out of education, what was the like career path? Have you always done this? Have you done other
1: things? What's the history? That's a great question. So I can tell you this, I don't remember, Well, I do remember taking an accounting class in High school, okay, and I enjoyed it. My friend and I, short story, we talked about we're going to become CPAs one day. We're going to see Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield in Las Vegas. We're going to (laughs) drive there. I don't know why we're going to drive there. Those two things, yes. (laughs) Um, But you know that I remember that, and then fast forward through college and a couple majors and this and that. You know, I found myself just at community college again after however many years of failed attempt at a bachelor's degree mm. and I just found myself in accounting class long story short it just came easy the numbers came easy but science mm. was my prior major I was a uh, uh, in graduate school for laboratory science so mm. numbers made sense yeah so it just kind of came and then yeah. I got a job uh, I was in community and they asked for anybody need 10 hours a week and you know, at that point we were making 213 an hour in tips waiting tables that, yeah. was, that was a payback then. So I took right. this other job and it just kind of kind of happened. You know, life happens, you get married, you have kids, you need another job. So then I found myself working. I, I knew somebody who got me a job for uh, Franklin Templeton, an investment company in mm-hmm. an accounting program, uh, in fund accounting. And, you know, just they paid for my CPA. They paid for my master's, got uh-huh. promotions, got, you know, raises. Um, and the whole time I'm sitting here and I'm thinking taxes, why taxes? That's kind of when I said, like, oh, death in taxes. I always remember hearing that. And I remember <laughs> sitting there saying, well, if it's, if it's going to be here, sounds like a pretty good way to go. And yeah. that's how I got into taxes. That's how I went to a master's of tax. Okay. Was just through, well, you got There's to a do master's a, of tax? Yeah. Master's sci- it's a science. It's a master's of science in taxation. So, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, you know, then I was just working. Uh, working for another company. That company was, you know, I was just a boring job. So I, mm-hmm. I met somebody who was working in small public accounting. And we were going to church together, mm-hmm. decided to hire me. And that, he kind of opened up my world to non-for-profits. Although I had formed a non-for-profit probably a year and a half prior mm-hmm. for somebody. And that was a bumbling mess. I mean, I we got exemption. And, yeah. you know, here we are 18, 19 years later, just continuing to you know do that but i remember right. that first one that was that was just a learned beast huh. um, so yeah i mean ta- i mean it just happened you know, i found myself in you know working in non-for-profits then i ended up working for a school christian mm-hmm. school in a church and through good mentors you know it's kind of like here i am i mean i've always had mentors i've had about four gentlemen that i would say i credit as playing a big role and every one of them were gracious mm. men. First, mm.
0: you
1: yeah. know, life may life may have jumped into all circumstances, but like they were gracious at their heart of their practices and their yeah. practices. All when you looked at the peaks of their at least professional careers, and some of them are still peaking. But it, you know, you just saw gracious people, and yeah. so that's kind of what drives, you know, that. And I think the only way you can be gracious too is relationships. So. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where, you know, I, I mean, we've started talking about like, like education, but I mean, I think a lot of it is just, you know, this is just a gift and, and part of the way I can give back and, you know, be gracious in what I, what we do as a, even business is is through these gift of like education and these mm-hmm. men. Yeah. So so when did you, cause
0: you own your own business now. Correct. When did that leap happen how long ago and, so that and what was started
1: that like? yeah that was a that was a scary leap still is sure. a scary leap that yeah. happened at uh it always had been a i mean going back to probably 2014 i mean i had i've had clients for over 20 years i've had my first client well before i was degreed hmm. um and so i've always had this itch to to kind of have I don't know I don't know why ownership it sounds even saying I don't sound so I want to be an owner of something but, right you know there's just a vision that I've had just and a lot of it focuses on myself um and and what I want to surround myself with and mm-hmm. you know all my mentors have always been had me by you know enough years where you even had some generational issues just with technology and the way other things have gone gone and so you know it was it was almost feeling of like way down
0: mm-hmm.
1: in some areas. But 2015 is when I realized, you know, I have to make a decision. This isn't just vacation money anymore, mm-hmm. but you can't, I don't have enough time and capacity to stay full time working for somebody. Or, you know, I got this other thing, which I could start giving away. And that's so why first I said, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to give away all my corporate clients. And I tried to do that. And then I just found that I just, I wasn't like that, I was giving away the part that I really enjoyed. Mm. And so through conversations with prior uh, bosses and and friends, I ended up taking the leap of leaving and going on my own. And the only thing at that time I had was about $30,000 in clients. Wow. Um, And that was, again, that that's not a lot even when you it's not like you know it came and that was what I could account for the prior year's revenue Mm -hmm. so I was very but I was very fortunate you know I had a a friend I say you know sent a kind of a life preserver and said I'll give you a little steady flow to give you a little extra runway Mm -hmm. but even that didn't didn't put me near close to what was necessary so um, you know it was it was a huge leap of faith in because I by no means had the means to yeah it was It was somewhat crazy with a family of six to to kind of walk out with like nothing assured and yet you know at least financially personally and now yeah. potentially but but that's how it happened wow. you know it was one of those things I mean, I couldn't continue to sit around and internally complain, which then eventually at times came out externally about the professional situation and just do something about it right I mean. So that's kind of what happened. So we're talking about three and a half years ago. And uh, again, the challenge is a small business that I talk to you about and other people. Mm -hmm. I have the same thing.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Cash flow issues, got them. (laughs) You know, uh, don't enjoy doing my own administrative work? Of course. I mean, (laughs) serious, I understand that. And so that's the point is let us... You're a business too. (laughs) Yeah. So let us... And, And we too understand that we only have 24... Hours in a day of which how many are supposed to be dedicated to work what is what is that what and so right you know we're we're very careful on what we do mm. in our choice selections going forward in terms of overcapacity of the staff mm-hmm. myself you know it's it's challenging when you have a small staff yeah um, and one that doesn't have the margins. Mm-hmm. so you know we're trying to be very selective. What do you wish you had
0: known three and a half years ago when you started? What do you wish you had known then that you know now in terms of starting your own business?
1: It'd be I wouldn't change a thing as to where I am now, and I think you know qualify that. But I would say I wish somebody would have said, Matt, when you get into those highs. You know, be careful not to wipe out in in the big wave, mm. because you know decisions. You know, in the highs, sometimes you make decisions that you know. If you if you got to step back, you know, and kind of maybe level out the emotions of the situation, big client or big donation. Mm-hmm. You know, the thought of or you know six proposals all. Now the top six proposals you've ever put out, they're not in the door, mm-hmm. you know, so don't go hire staff. Right. <laughs> you know, don't go buy the software, you know, hmm. like there's a little bit of learning you have to do. You have to, you have to dig through trenches to, you, you know, they're, they're everything you have to be, you know, be prepared yeah. to not just try to give it away. Like what I don't do well. It would be easy if I had all the money to give everything away that I don't like to do. Right. Um, and the highs, right. sometimes you kind of, your, your budget and your numbers kind yeah. of get ahead of you, and then you give away the parts that scare you in those mm-hmm. upcoming projects. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, I would, that's the one thing I've really learned this year is, you know, try not to make any decisions in a high, hmm. in your highs of business, in the highs of even life, you know, when things go well, you know. Because at We're times little at little. times it's just a, it's, you're just happy to have a breathing room right. And so yeah, it's like sitting down after hard day's of work, like your brain starts firing <laughs> and you need to just also let right. that thing settle.
0: I feel like there's that balance in running a business where it's sometimes sometimes it's like taking the risk is the right choice and that will kind of like force you to figure it out mm-hmm and then sometimes it's like you got to sit back and play a little more conservative. And it's just yeah. kind of like.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say. Um, yeah, I mean, weighing the risk. I mean, if you, you know, yeah, you're going to grow in that. I've learned that you're going to mm-hmm. grow in that risk. I mean, you're going to have to really, you know, I mean, you have, you have to become to be a risk taker. I think everybody, yeah. though, if you're, if you're having a conversation and you're listening to this stuff. You you know you're not you obviously your tolerance for risk may be greater than others because you're talking about conversations about starting businesses and being a small business owner. Mm-hmm. So I think if you know realizing I mean there's a there's risk just the fact that I walked away from a steady paycheck. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: well, yeah. I mean that was an example of got thirty thousand dollars in clients. Yeah. What is that going to do for you? All right. But sometimes yeah sometimes it's the jumping off the cliff forces you to figure out yeah. how to land properly <laughs> yeah no doubt
1: and, and what are you jumping off the cliff for that's yeah. kind of I guess another thing I hmm. you know obviously you could say, well Matt you but let's just use him it's, it's the biggest it's a big client this is the big fish I've been waiting for yeah but I mean what is it really going to take to pull that in yeah I mean, mm-hmm. you it'll be great every month when you get the check the next six months right but you know what is that really going to take I mean, mm-hmm. or is it going to take what other strains mm-hmm. and that's where i think too it's like the, there's the risk is the work risk do you have the support that you need around you if it's a job that's going to take you into later hours for like weeks and mm-hmm. periods of heavy stress i mean that's the way kind of i think i think well while we are still small well i think most of of the possibly the people even listening on this mm-hmm. are still small. You do need some buy-ins when it comes to some of these big jobs, you know, cause you, like you said, you're going to go through periods in a job where you feel like the worst producer, <laughs> the best, maybe in a project. Right. And you do need your support around you to also be there for it. So I think that's, that's another thing that I look at yeah, and that risk reward. Like, yeah, man, mm-hmm. that, that risk of like something, a personal, you know, situation, you know, you don't have everything right personally, you know, that that's that could be a risk. Mm-hmm. But I got the big job, but you're living on your friend's couch or something like right. that. That too. So I, I mean right. I think it's it's looking beyond the dollars because sure. We all all the factors. All the factors. No mm-hmm. obviously other you know, it all depends on the situation, but right. Some some jobs will require great personal Yeah. Sacrifice. So when you're
0: when you're not working you love to go diving. I love to scuba dive. Yeah. Yes. So talk about that a little bit. Where did that come from? So when I was in
1: college, my parents graciously paid for I mean, I don't think they realized they did, but they paid for one credit hour of scuba diving class. <laughs> one semester I had bowling, scuba diving. Oh my gosh. And like weight training. Yeah. Those were three of my classes. Right. I think we heard earlier talking about how many years it took me to kind of <laughs> finally get back to community college. But um, I never got certified because I remember I was in school in Georgia and the open water certification dives was in West Palm Beach. Mm. And at that time, I'm living in Coral Springs. I'm thinking, perfect. I don't have any money to go down there, but they sure as heck will give me a break because I live there and I'm already paying for the class. Yeah, So I went and talked to the Professor and they took off five bucks. (laughs) So needless to say, I didn't get certified. And then twenty something years happened. Always wanting to do it. And then my oldest daughter and I decided just to do it one day. Hmm. You know, we saw we walked into a shop, it was a great deal, signed up to do it. To get certified. Certified, just to cert to get certified. But at the same time, I looked at the owner with a worker and I said, look, man, like, what will it take? Like, if I really want to do this, like, how much gear would I have to buy? Which I'm right. sure he's like, this is great. I got this salesman, he's got, <laughs> right, yeah. I got this customer, he's gonna buy everything. Yeah. Um, and so I walked out of there with kind of everything I need to kind of get going Yeah. and, um, we got certified. My daughter never stopped, dove again. <laughs> And since then, I think I—I mean, it's been a little over three years, and I've been to Mexico three times already on, you know, eight-day dive trips, yeah. some extreme, you know, adventure diving mm-hmm. stuff that you see in National Geographic. Truly, yeah, you know, and like in like you know documentaries, you know, I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just recently, a whale, whale sharks, sea lions, hammerheads, wow. you know, fish amongst fish, aquariums, Uh huh. you know, reef that's just glorious and magnificent. What do you love about it? You know, there's just such a peace, you know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. the, you know, you, you, you're with a people, you have a buddy. I mean, you can dive solo, but that's a whole nother certification. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're with people. But depending on like those, there's right situations where like, I mean, you are just by yourself and you are just buoyant and you are going, the view and the visibility is perfect. I mean, Mm. it's, it literally could be like, it's like a snow globe. It is an aquarium. (laughs) It's like what you look at in, you know, at the, at the, at, at the aquariums. What kind of depths are you at usually? Like what's the standard? Um... I would say the majority that we're diving is probably, I mean, I would probably say average is probably like, you know, somewhere in like the 60s, 70s. But I mean, done as, you know, as deep as about 130. I've done 130. I mean, you know, a good amount of diving occurs at 100 feet. You know, we Mm -hmm. live, you know, right north of the Keys. And the Mm -hmm. Keys have some of the best wreck diving. I mean, we have Mm -hmm. some of the biggest wrecks in the North America yeah. in Key West and even here right off of Pompano and Deerfield Beach we yeah. have actually wreck parks there's 24 28 wrecks wow just off here so have you done those yeah Do wrecks guess? my first wreck uh, it i was hooked <laughs> i was hooked it was down in and just to clarify that's shipwrecks shipwrecks this yeah. was a coast guard ship called the Spiegel Grove is a 500 I think and 71 foot coast guard ship oh my gosh so, how deep it's down at about 132. So, you know, I think that's the sand. So, you know, for the most part, we're sitting at about 102, you know, 90s. And, man, it's it's like a playground.
0: I was going to say, that has got to be crazy to just see a ship.
1: It is. At the bottom of the ocean. It is. It has a little Snoopy painted. Oh, my uh, gosh. On, I forgot where on the boat. It's got a beautiful, you know, what's really neat about all these boats, especially those that are, you know, U.S. show. You know, there's a lot of U.S. ships I mean, they're sunk and their flags are standing, wow. and they're blowing. You know, in the current. I mean, there's some, you know, those currents. So it's it's neat. Yeah, wreck diving is neat. Diving is great. It's just a it's a place that I get calm. It's is that a, a, necessary your, it's like, a necessary part of your? It's a necessary part of like con-
0: in relationship to your business. Like you need it to. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it's you know, like anything that work life balance. Mm-hmm. You know, in the balance of you know, there's also you know, that breaks, there's more than two parts in that work and what's life, you mm-hmm. know, and, and then there are sums like the like the Olympic rings that overlap, you know, diving is definitely one of them. Hmm. And at the same time, it's one that I don't do frequently when I get into these seasons like tax season, which you'd say, well, Matt, if I heard you right, it sounded like it was necessary to kind of even kill you out. But in the times when, let's say tax season may come, I might not be able to get there as much because it's also something that I do give great respect to in terms of mm. that you are talking about and a, you know a recreation that does have life threatening you know possibilities sure. attached to it so it's not it. just like oh, i'm going to go dive today whatever i for me for me personally yeah. like i i if i my mind is thinking about the 15 tax returns that i have to finish you know yeah. um you know that's no good for me either i mean i have to it has to be an outlet it's my outlet it's
0: i've seen I've, it seems like Just in terms of knowing you the last several years and you going on these trips and coming back from them, it seems like you've got it structured as almost like a reward might be a weird word. But it's like you come to the end of a busy season and that's when you you go when you're able to shift your head to it.
1: Correct. Because I'm not going to, you know, right. I have to be very careful. My calendar. I mean, I can't go to trips in March. In April. Sure. Not going to go around certain areas of the year. So, I mean, a lot of times these trips do land in June, mm-hmm. October, November. Okay. So, October, November is right off of the final deadlines yeah. for the tax season. June is enough after tax season to, mm-hmm. to have something to, you know, because you could just push through that other deadline. Right. Yeah, you just came
0: back from Mexico, right? Correct. Recently. Correct. That's awesome. Yeah. So, connected to that... Um, you
1: weren't you didn't grow up in south florida right correct correct i grew up in brooklyn new york yeah yeah i grew up uh in brooklyn moved to florida in 1987 okay we Uh moved on july 5th of 1987 i know that is because on july 4th we always had a big deal in brooklyn like it was block type stuff like neighborhoods of houses against like almost like who can fire off the best display for the (laughs) night type right parties so you moved with your family yeah we all moved down drove on down yeah how come how come they wanted to weather was one i mean my grandparents my grandmothers lived down here okay after my grandfather's all passed away so my grandparents my grandmother was one of the first residents of aventura my grandmother was a you know, pretty early resident of Coral Springs. So, in mm-hmm. you know, weather. Yeah, yeah. there. And do you like it? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine moving anywhere. Yeah. Just because a proximity to the water mm-hmm. is a big deal. And I mean, I love the weather we have today. Oh, yeah, my yes. Gosh. I do it's hate amazing. it when it gets to be 100. Sure. For like 60% of the year. Yeah. But like right now, this is great. And people like do perfect. pay for our paradise
0: hmm We and pay and for we, it, too. <laughs> we, yes, we do. We, we
1: really do. I mean, we do. But to be in the Keys, mm-hmm. just if you want to jump in the car to go up to Jupiter and do to be, you know, Orlando, I mean, all areas. Now, we are landlocked to some degree in terms of, like, we can't get to anywhere but Orlando in right. three hours. And it's like seven Keys. hours out of the state. Or so, whatever. I mean, in that way, and again, uh, that, that stinks in terms of the, not landlocked, but that uh, inability to, to get to mm-hmm. everything else by ease of transportation. Right.
0: Right. So what do you, what do you, what, what's your favorite thing about South Florida?
1: Like what makes it a good place to have a business? Well, I mean, South Florida has so many people. Yeah. So, you know, think about, I mean, the, the business of just, if, to just take one piece, the business of tax mm-hmm. returns. I mean, we've got a lot of people who need tax returns. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if that was a complete and a complete focus only, you know, you got millions of people. Right. You'd work yourself to death if you just did tax. But, I mean, there's a lot of people who have small businesses. They don't know it. You know, they're getting a check for something here, <laughs> a check for something there, they get a 1099. So from a business standpoint, I mean, a lot of people who just need advice. Hmm. They really just yeah. need someone to just walk them through it. I'm not talking about complex business transactions. I mean, we even, we overcomplicate some of this stuff. Hmm. It's really as simple as, like, if I ask you how much you made last year from, you know, your side acting or your acting, mm-hmm. you'd probably have a pretty good number off of something. So it's, like, just knowing, I mean, every, you, so you've tracked it somewhere. Right. And it's all we're talking about is really it's it's tracking information. Right. You hire people to help you decipher what that information means, and then you determine, like, you know... What I mean that that's that's why it we've overcomplicated business. Yeah. We really do. And so right. so it's you know, we have plenty of people who need it and we got a lot of money going out to services and unneeded. We got a lot of, you know, a lot of things happening. You know, my goal is to take those bucket of services that everybody thinks they need and say, you know, you do need all those, but you know, what if you could pay half of it and get like solid advice? Mm-hmm. You know that that's kind of it. There's just, I mean, there's a lot of money going. You know, we talk about community, and so, so yes, well, ADP maybe have branches in here, but ADP is is ADP. Mm -hmm. You know, but right. You know, what about work? You know, but if so, if we can work with vendors and work with pricing, and you know, and work in conjunction with kind of like Mm. South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. And sometimes that means, you know, you know, taking advantage of, you know, we have to use software. I'm not talking about, you know, software to use, but how can we try to keep as much money, cash money inside South Florida? Mm, yeah. Even how we choose our vendors and stuff. Interesting. So are you intent on it being uh, like South Florida business that is your... I should I say this, there's no reason not to be... Completely content if because South Florida offers sure enough to that it should it would it will it should continue to grow even at its just natural growth rate of South Florida. It's something that you know will it go out of South Florida? I mean, we have clients all over the country and all over the world, so Mm -hmm. there's no issue in this you know new in technologies commerce to have clients outside of here, but you know, expanding to areas, maybe more so than just, Mm -hmm. I could see maybe, maybe doing something that something maybe was more count. I mean, if I could do it here and I thought it was that, it was that replicatable, why not see if we could do it maybe just in West Palm first and maybe Miami, like maybe, I mean, you know, right. uh, Moving out from Florida or from Broward basically. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, but you know, a lot of what it is and. Again, how do we replicate ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you got to find like-minded people who will represent what, you know, what we stand for right. as a business. And there's more than just being the smartest person in the room and having the best numbers and knowing how to use mm-hmm. the best spreadsheets. There is, there is an essence to what... That's why, that's, why it's commu- that's why it's hard to come out of the community, maybe Tri-County, because, mm-hmm. again, the essence of South Florida doesn't translate... In a lot of areas, like the things we talk about are strictly (laughs) like South Florida, transient living, Uh hard living, you know, type situation. Busy. And, and, you know, you may not. And, like you know, I'll talk to my nephew in, you know, upper state New York. And I mean, we're we're talking like two different things. And so, therefore, the things that we run for, strive for, are not. And, you know, so Mm -hmm. it may not work in other areas. Interesting. I don't know. You know, I think like all of us, we're just trying to kind of have a decent 12 to 18 month look and feel <laughs> right. comfortable in that, right. you know, what right, I mean? right. but no, we've been, we've been very fortunate.
0: What do you feel like has been your, in, in business specifically, in your own business in the last three, four years, what's been your biggest failure and what have you learned from it? <laughs> and you can be as specific or not specific as you want.
1: I think I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. My biggest failure has been making decisions in the excitements and joys and mm. small in the successes. I mean, that, I've just, I I could look back at like three or four decisions that I've made and they were, they were definitely not, hey, have you stepped back and tried to take your feelings out of it? Would mm. you make the same decision type situation? Um, specifics, I mean, you know. It's probably, there's probably too many to count, but I mean, that's just something that just really comes to mind. I mean, yeah. you know, fortunately, yeah, that, that would be probably the biggest thing. Cause other than that, I mean, most, most situations have, and, they, and they've all learned from, I mean, I have learned to, to try to take like, those, those learned situations and try to learn. And then most, most I've noticed if, if, if thinking away from emotion you realize how much, like, you don't... You know, they're not as many to think about because they're not failures.
0: Mm.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's probably more right. failures. I probably could probably could monetarily pick up five failures if I look back and look at numbers. But I think, you know, I've been very fortunate to have failed so much previously and still fail every day. But at least I've been fortunate to be able to look... Try to know, like, first, like, right, emotionally, what are you feeling? Yeah. And then, Okay. So you just missed something messed up on something alright right. so they don't stand out as distinctly mm-hmm. because I fail probably so often right well then it becomes what is failure you know like
0: yeah correct do we is failure even possible if we have a perspective on it that allows us to learn from it and you know
1: yeah I mean I think of the hardest time of my professional career and then I think of some of the conversations you and I have had and without those conversations, you and I would never, you know, I mean, it's, it, it wasn't, you know, I mean, it definitely wasn't a failure, um, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, that, that time that was sure. definitely not feeling good professionally right. came out of it. Some learning tools that then has become, you know, essence of what I do. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that in some of the yeah, those biggest ones, you have to start answering your question. What are you like running for? If it's just money, it's fleeting. If it's mm-hmm. ego and power and kind of, mm-hmm. You know, fanfare, which we all still, I mean, you can't wipe that out. That's our right. there. There, everyday fight in its way, trying right. to pure itself. But yep. yeah, I would say, you know, I've done a lot out of just pure emotions. Mm. And to know me, you'd say that makes perfect sense. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, when it comes down, you know, because but there, when it's time to lock and load and, you know, get out of feelings, um, hmm. you know, it's a lot easier. What about personally
0: mm-hmm. family your personal life in conjunction with your business mm-hmm. what has been like the effect yeah and the challenges and things you've had to l- learn through or work on totally
1: I mean the one thing obviously I would say I remember sitting in my living in my dining room table and it was myself and like my portable monitors and you know it, it, <laughs> it every time they Somebody came home, I either had to like pack up my portable monitors and like take my ball and go home. I just felt like you always had to pack up. So I would say, I mean, totally, if somebody's thinking about small business ownership and they have a family, you've got to be able to know, can you work from home? Right. And, you know, does, will you, but it was told to me by somebody a long time ago. And so I, I now hold to this and I always try to. Cause I never really had a home office, Mm -hmm. but I had a friend whose daughter once said, you know, he was working at home and he also sometimes goes to work at his office and daughter said to him, you know, I don't know when you're home and when you're at work, Mm. when you're home. And so, you know, that stuck with me. And so you got to be able to separate that well. I mean, you just have to be, you know, I mean, my personality working from home didn't work well. Just, I, you know, I can get too distracted. You know, the pool needs this. Again, because when you got a big project, it's sure. easier to go to the things we want to do and enjoy. Yeah. So working from home, for me, provided um, ways to run away from work. Hmm. Because Interesting. if it got a little too tough, I could busy myself with something and make home. myself feel good by maybe do some small project. All right. And then... So for me, working from home um, doesn't work well. Yeah, um, Balancing family. I mean, they know the life of a CPA. Like, CPA has cycles. It's like coaches. Uh, you know, we have our periods where like, everybody knows, like, I have a date. Everybody knows the Tuesday after President's Day. Mm-hmm. That's, like, that is the truly, like, all right. Like, that is last check for tax season. Mm-hmm. Even though it starts January 1st. But you can't go at that pace for four and a half months. The pace that you have to, the pace that it takes to kind of get through tax season, at least for me and for what we've built, Mm -hmm. you know, you have, you know, know, probably like, like like, like, I'm sure like shows and stuff like that, you Mm -hmm. know, you got your seven, eight weeks of just, every day seems to be 16 hour days, but got to be careful in between those. I am careful that you can only have too many 16 hour days in a row before like you need to like, take one right. off. I mean, your sure. family will be neglected. Your brain's just going to be fried. You yep. won't be as sharp. I'm very sensitive to that, to the inability to be effective with my mind. I mean, if you're working that many hours, there does come a point where, you know, there are dead, you know, the tax deadline, use that. It could be extended. Hmm. You know, those who really want to be, want to not, they don't want to have to be anywhere near the deadline, just come early. But when you start pressing into certain times, you know, yeah. Um, you know, there's only so many hours, and mm. if the if the job is you know if the job is just to get the job done, like I don't know if that's just not that's not good. Sure. That's, that's not good enough. I'd I'd rather sit and say, look, Tim, I'm not right now. I mean, it's it's been it's been a go go go. You're in good shape. We're just gonna push this off for five weeks, just until May, because usually what I do is, April taxis will come and I'll come back in like May. Mm-hmm. But family, they know. I mean you know yeah. I mean they're old enough now but they've always known I mean you know it, it is funny because it's sad you know trying to put a coach's wife and the CPA's spouse or husband yeah um, but like they, there is it It really does go into those seasons it's very cyclical like if you were going into a tax or, and especially in a tax heavy thing and your, your family never understood what it was like like mm-hmm. to have you know, sat, you know have every day and then Saturdays, you know you're leaving it like you know whatever time and coming mm-hmm. home. you know i mean that's a full day i mean you start getting into you know but they're also very gracious because as you heard there are trips to mexico right right and there are other things, you know and, and you got to balance those well i I'm mean sure. that's you know like you said that's kind of a reward yeah and it's been gracious it's been nice that the you know that's a reward not just earned but also a reward that you know, the family knows is also celebrated, like go mm-hmm. rest and respite and, you know, get, you know, like now, like I have to be ready for tax season that's coming. Mm-hmm. It's You know, we're getting into, it's kind of like that go mode of the yep. Tuesday before President's Day. Yeah. You know, we're starting to kind of make our preparations for like final check and that's, that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Some exciting stuff. <laughs> it's some exciting stuff.
0: Have you ever wanted to quit?
1: Uh I would say quit. I think I want to quit every day, it feels <laughs> like. Um, I would say I love what I do. And so I couldn't, you know, I've if i I've definitely thought about career changes here mm. and there. But as I look back now, they weren't really changes I was looking for my career. I was overcapacitated mm. professionally, overcapacitated with life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again... You give up, you know, you change, I want to change my career because, you know, you can't create boundaries that are healthy. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to, you know, that's not going to change in the next job career. You're going to give up the same boundaries. You're
0: still there in the next job. (laughs) Correct.
1: So, I mean, now I look back. um, That's why I hold capacity. Capacity kind mm-hmm. of strong. And, and I think those who work with me, you know, at times will see where, you know, uh, I'll hold this, this balance. Sometimes I may go extreme, like my multiple phones, but there's a balance that capacity. I mean, you will hate your job yeah. if you're unbalanced. Sure. I yeah. don't care what you do. I mean, you just will. And so, uh, you know, now now like i said now i just want to go dive but can't do that <laughs> right. can't do that so you know but i've never now i now i really i mean i you know professionally you know integrity i mean there's no chance i mean it's it's life work now right this isn't this is this is happening right like this is happening now i don't know what plan b would be but i don't yeah. like this is just you know yeah. plan b just means that Well, again, like a different version of Plan A is you know Plan A should always stay be able to be Plan A if if I can surround myself with you know those who can help me Mm -hmm. in terms of understand like hey are you doing all right you know surrounding yourself with the right people and making sure that you know checks and right but no I don't I don't see quitting anytime soon can't got too many kids going to college (laughs) (laughs) right and it's you know again what gives me the grand flexibilities to be at... You know, it, it's built the practice is built knowing that I have four daughters who could all land in four different areas of this country and for any reason may need me at drops of dime. So utilize, I had a hat so yeah. utilizing the cloud and technology, you yeah. know, everything is built knowing that life just happens, you know. I yeah. mean friends have the situations. I mean I I have filed tax returns on April fifteenth from a hotel. <laughs> I have filed tax returns from Haiti, I have filed tax returns in Mexico, I have done plenty of work in other countries um and in other states um and so it it underst- a lot of what we do is is built like I get hate work but the things I'm looking for it's still going to be there Yeah, I mean, sure but I I am you know I I have somewhat tried to create it not and not just for me but like for my employees too, I mean, we have a very flexible work schedule. Right. It almost says, when are you most efficient and works best for you? Yeah. And we've got, I mean, we've got, you know, every day now we have three people in the office most days, except for you know, two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty amazing. I mean, they enjoy being, so it's, it's for them. It's for my, you know, I would say from a, P- PTO or whatever we want to call it vacation right. days I and mean, we don't I we don't, we don't really track that that trackability of vacation I mean there are times you can overstep your requests sure that hopefully I don't need a paper to tell me when my employee is and I'm feeling the pinch of like the hey it feels like you are kind of taking advantage of my right. of the company's gratuity right and uh, flexibility uh, flexibility yeah but it's for that too yeah. I mean if if it works for them it works for integrity it works for me uh it works for the households of the employees i mean if if the employees you know, i don't believe you know i i have great employees so yeah. you know the goal is to make sure that, it, that i don't do i don't make decisions that also put them in sure. in like a, a you know, obviously they have responsibility to the business, yeah. but they can also say, "I didn't sign up for this many hours, and this is not <laughs> what I signed up for." Sure. And, and part of the allure, I think, is is fitting in, and it which puts the accountability on me. I have I can't let the pieces like not mm-hmm. fit. I yeah. have to be very careful and sen- But it's it, and it. But it's it's also built off of this this flexibility and respect where like you yeah, know it will fit. Yeah, You know, because I'm, we're all working together to make right. it fit. like. Right. I feel like that's one of the great advantages of,
0: it's like, you know, everything that is positive also can be turned negative. But it's like, I have loved in terms of owning my own business, running my own business. It's, you know, the ultimate, yeah, I could hop on a plane and go somewhere. I could, oh, my daughter has a thing. Okay. I. I report to no one, I can just go to it, you know, make, completely make my own schedule. I think the unfortunate flip side is then the amount of responsibility that comes with owning your own business. Oftentimes for people generates, you're just working so many hours to keep it going. So it's Mm. like, you've got this flexibility, but you're also kind of in bondage to make the thing keep Um. going. (laughs)
1: You it, it's man. like you want
0: oh I'm doing this for the flexibility but then you're
1: working more than someone who has a 9 to 5 so when I've and I've done that I've burnt out I've I've hit I've you know I've hit a lot of rock bottoms and I would say you know and I've I've taken advantage of that freedom yeah. I remember early in 2006 I don't remember exactly when yeah but there was a period I kind of forgot that Hey, if you don't work for a month, then next month no cash comes in. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's why you don't just stop working. Right. Right. So yeah, definitely. I would agree. You know, there's great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And don't, you know that's just and that's whether you're a small business, I mean just great responsibility and just yeah, Yeah. That freedom, that freedom can get can definitely bite you. Yeah, the freedom can um, become a form of bondage. No, I would agree, and that's probably the biggest challenge if you really. Yeah, I mean, you got to be uber detailed.
0: Mm -hmm. What are you curious about right now? What am I curious about? Anything. (sighs) Anything in general? Yeah, it could be anything. Could be about your business or about diving, or it could be.
1: I'm curious, I really am curious if, if people, you know, not if people, it's not, I mean, it sounds so general, but I, I'm curious if, if for those who say like, they they want to, they, they want to do things better with their business or they want to do things, you know, they need more of this information and there's, I wonder if people really want it or they just want to hear themselves say they want it. Hmm. And when you got a group of people, now you're all together. In a group, and you're all saying the same thing, but, you know, I'm wondering if, you know, there's a lot of resources here in South Florida available, mm-hmm. you know, and I just wonder if people really, you know, they just want things done, or do they want, you know, do they really yeah. want... Do people really want it, or they just say they want They just it? say they <laughs> want it, they want somebody to do it for... Yeah. I mean, I know what I want, in a lot of areas, like videography i just want it done for me <laughs> so again so i would say this like the same question that i would say would be posed to me in many areas i would pose to others when it comes to this area yeah. of finance of like of personal and business mm-hmm. uh, again forget about complexities i'm just went straight up like you're a business owner you had to read you know everybody says i wish i had just one class or i wish i had this and i'd be best to but you know do you really want that? Because it's available. Yeah. It's truly available. Like that information. And again, it, it's, and I'm not talking about internet. Google. <laughs> no, it's not available by Google because there's too much of it. You don't know anything about this topic. Sure. So when you have 931 pages and you got ads and clicks in front of you, so you're you're, you're not going to feel any more comfortable. You're comfortable. You may, you may now say, I think I understand it, but I still don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's the part is, okay, let's there are there are men and women and advisors i mean you know who like we can help you get that in. right but the same thing we want people to serious like none of us in this ever fast-paced world have time just to waste and unfortunately you know it is the only resource that is yeah you know non-renewable yep um yeah and so you know we want to work with people who want You know, who see the value in our services and see the information, not even services, the information. Because the services will come. If I give you good information and you feel comfortable with information, if there's ever a need for a service that is within, let's say, integrity's wheelhouse, you make think the calls. Yeah. But
0: anyway. Yeah. What do you want people to say at your funeral?
1: Could think of a thousand things I don't want them to say <laughs> you know I really you know and I, and I say that and it is it and I, it is a joke it's meant to be hot but I really do I would I would I would have let's say failed in my life work if my lasting impression you hear about like he just works so hard for us like I would I hope my life work turns out to be you know, it's 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 seen not to be. Well, he just worked hard for this and worked hard for that, and get you know that it's, you know, he didn't give up all, and you know, and and, and stories will will be somewhat like, yeah, you know, he worked really hard, and you know, I know we all have periods of life, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would hate to say it, he just worked hard. Yeah, did a lot, you know. That would be the worst of it. <laughs> I mean, I I guess. That's what you don't want to hear. That's what I don't want to hear. Yeah. Anything else, anything else that doesn't, that doesn't say he just worked a lot or <laughs> did he work, you know, work, work doesn't, we shouldn't be defined, you know I mean? Like my defining, my, de, you know, I shouldn't be defined solely by work. And, right. Um, hopefully what I do, like right. sometimes I can't tell the difference between my work and my passion for, oh, for just seeing, you get that. When you have failed as much financially in business and personally and life wise in so many areas, you know, if you can give back and help just from one of those. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, there are many times I'm maybe talking about business ownership and cash flow. But at the heart, I'm saying, dude, I've been there. I've been the small business owner who has thought he had this and that and didn't. And I've been underwater and I've known what it's like. And if I can just share this little nugget and, you know. Mm hmm. If that's something that just, if that's the if whatever that message and those that information again tax code is not created by Matt, much of what I do is just regurgitating just right. terminology that's understood and people are scared of. Yeah. So, you know, that's the hope is that you just you know I I whatever now if that sustains me and creates a successful life and and allows me to you know be a grandfather and be a dad and not have a heart attack before. <sighs> yeah you know, the marriages and the Kieran kids come yeah, yeah then you know yeah if you're eulogizing me anywhere outside of like you know upwards of a certain age i think then, I, <laughs> then i've also done a good job because yeah, yeah. there are times when the stressors can just get you yeah like
0: it's my can the heart take this another year <laughs> yeah
1: what's uh give
0: us the pitch where can we find you online and um yeah, Where can we find your business? How do we do business with you? Yeah. Who should call you?
1: Sure. So, uh, our we can find us on the web at integrityaccountingadvisors.com, advisors with an O. Um, <laughs> we do have Instagram, same name, Integrity Accounting Advisors. Not very active right now, but you know, we're hoping in 2020 to be more active. Uh, we do have Facebook again, same thing, Integrity Accounting Advisors. Not very active, but, you know, the best way to get a hold of me uh, is through email, Mm. through email, you know, text message is fine if you get it, if you get my number from somebody, but know that my emails are meticulously ran through, Mm -hmm. you know, and really do try to hold to those 24 hours, 48 hours type standards as best as possible. So email is the best way if you get my email. Which is Matt at IntegrityAccountingAdvisors um, There's some other infos and other things which will go to some staff, but yeah. really, if you want to get a hold of me, that's the yeah. sh- the quickest small way. Small business, nonprofits, small business, non for profits, uh, churches. Uh, you know, if you really if you want advice, first don't th- don't think about whether I could afford a CPA, whether I'm smart enough for a CPA, whether sure. he's going to laugh at the documents. I expect. The answer to, you know, you probably, you can't really afford the advice that's going to be given because I don't, I I don't, I mean, I will put time in serious time in mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I won't, I've learned not to jump in that, you know, mud with you and mm-hmm. then you jump out. Done that, not doing that, yeah. but be glad to, as long as you're serious <laughs> and we're, we're respectful of communication. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to hear. I want to hear from you. Mm. You know, if you if you think you have a business, we want to hear from you. If you have a 1099 <laughs> and you don't know what to do for it, yeah. Because sometimes it may be, hey, here's a, a quick phone call, Matt. And I know I get this 1099, and what am I? It's I to mean, owe all this money. Okay, just I could ask you a couple basic questions. Be like, look, doesn't sound like you have any issue here. But you know, give me a call if you ever. You know, I don't mind. I will give sure. advice away yeah, yeah. without, I mean, there is no, There all consultations are free. There's no hour yeah. free. I mean, I'm fa- I, I've done this long enough and I'm pretty confident in the, if you're com- if being referred, which 90% comes from referrals and mm-hmm. I, I'm very intimate in the community with my clients yeah. for the most part, very confident in what the conversation's looking like mm-hmm. by a, a few questions on the phone. You know, very. It, it, this is face to face stuff. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I would say, you know, if the client who wants to take advantage of that. I mean, I'm willing to give as much of the face time as I can give. Mm-hmm. And I'm the first one who would tell you when we're kind of into like, hey, now we're we're beyond this generosity of time, or hey, this sure y- y- money will not drive the the information that's given. Sure, awesome.
0: What's your this is our last last question. What's your favorite
1: South Florida restaurant and what's your go-to meal? Oh man. Well I can tell you my go-to. I can tell you my I mean Italian is always the go-to. That's that's yeah. that's a that's a given. Oh, oh man. But nice. see now you got me thinking. <laughs> I mean, so I would say if I want if I want comfort, I go Italian. Yeah. And so if I'm like really needing like it's just been a long day. I just need to eat. I just need to be su- I just need some comfort. I'll just go to. I'll go to Sicilian Oven, mm. and grab some like chicken parm, paninis. So you know, get the few little the small plates. So the pizza. We we'll get the boss, the and boss. we'll get, you know, a couple. You know, I'll get chicken parm thing. We'll get some small plates. Yeah. Now, if you said, I mean, where, where do I, like, if I'm going to celebrate and again yeah. really celebrate, I and mean, my favorite restaurant is Steak Nine Five Four.
0: Ah, oh, The place that, is great. It's yeah, great. That's yeah. mm,
1: the food is amazing. Um, but again, you got Bill uh, Paisano's Italian. Oh, that's what Lane you, recommended. You got um, ba- uh, Bake Bar, which is down uh, by like Gold Ocean Ocean Mile. Amazing Italian. Wow. You got Cafe La Boca, Boca up here, but <laughs> you got to give him your first. You got to give him your child. Um, <laughs> But absolutely amazing, ridiculous. We went back again, so yeah. I, they say that because it was that good. Yeah. But Italian. Italian. Italian's a go-to. Awesome. For comfort.
0: Well, thank – I mean, last thing I, w- I just want to say is you have taken care of new city players. You, you got us our 501c3. You've done our taxes. You sat on our board. You've been beyond generous. You've helped us through difficult times. and. Mm. Anytime there's financial crisis, you are <laughs> mm-hmm. the person I talk to, and the person who's involved in that, and have. I think the thing I associate you with the most is my my brother and I both because you also do the taxes for our, for our mm. film company and video business and um, the bookkeeping stuff as well and payroll. You're kind of like doing everything for that one. Um, these things are. Very scary. There is, I feel like movies, in a weird way, full circle, movies have kind of taught us that the IRS is going to come and get us. Like our media has taught us that we're in trouble all the time with, yeah, with money, with taxes, with, uh, and so you have always been someone who brings calm around that area and even, even whether it's like you will sit down and like I'm trying to understand something and you'll walk me through it and explain it or the it's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, we're going to take care of this piece. You don't need to take care of that mm-hmm. piece. So I just appreciate the flexibility in going as detailed as I want to be or just kind of like saying you're overcomplicating. keep it simple. So thank you for well, I appreciate taking that. care of me all these years.
1: No, I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate you. And it does come a great responsibility, but. Yeah. There is no prescribed format for a lot of this stuff. I mean, there is guidelines, but when it comes to internally understanding information, I mean, it's kind of different per person. Everybody kind of, and we, you know, we will give you framework and we'll make sure it's compliant. But like you said, talking to say in a theater world is going to look different than understanding the photography world, just in what the information looks like. So you do have to be willing to meet in each place and, and try to simplify. Yes anyway. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Appreciate
0: what you do. Thank you all for listening to today's podcast. If you want to get in touch with Matt, his information is in the show notes. I do want to remind you to rate, subscribe, review. Uh, It really helps if we have subscribers and ratings and reviews. I think you all know that. It helps the searchability of the podcast. Um, This is a local podcast. We really love for this to be about South Florida and it'll definitely bring benefit to other people, people who are from here or I have done business here or just interested in a business at a local level, but we really think the the emphasis and the focus is for our South Florida community of businesses and entrepreneurs. So I do want to remind you that the SoFlo Circle podcast is hosted and produced by Stone Circle Media. You can find us online at stonecirclemedia.co, Facebook and Instagram at Stone Circle Media. You can see our portfolio and other stuff we're
1: working on there. But thank you again for joining us and we will see you Monday.